Well, hello everybody out there in Music Video Land. Welcome to a very special edition of the Music Video Land podcast. Brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about music videos. My name is Adam. I do things for IMVDB, and then I've only got one person on here. Well, it's not one person with me. That sounds like it's a very Adam-centric podcast, but it's not. I've got one other person is on the line with me, uh, and that is Mr. Doug Klinger, just like old days. How are you doing, Doug? Dude, super good, Adam. You you said special uh, in a very sexy way. Is this going to be a sexy podcast, or is it just is was that did you send the wrong message? Oh no, that was very much intended. Just everybody <laughs> wait. Um, we don't have a guest this week, um, and we don't have Adam Alexander because we're talking about just we're just talking about IMVDB today, and more well, not just IMVDB, but more specifically our our top ten music videos of the year, and and. Uh, as an extension, our top fifty, but we wrote yeah, a blog I, post today that was our top ten that we put a lot of a lot of effort into. We did. We worked for like six weeks on it uh, on the text, um, and yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about IMVDB a little bit, but yeah, for the most part, it's going to be these top ten, and uh, and 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 the then the forty after. Uh, I think it's important to mention that the forty after the top ten kind of the order is is pretty that's where it gets really complicated in making these lists right it does because there's there's actually a great vh1 parody that snl did not uh air that i think that they just released on the youtube channel that i was just watching before we got into the podcast and it's a parody of those old like vh1 like lists you know like the 100 greatest things about the 90s or whatever and there it was a parody. It was talking about like a hundred, like hundred greatest guys, and it was just random people. <laughs> it's from, just like listing males. Just people, just like random normal people, and then they go from like sixteen, like seventeen to sixteen. And they're like, this guy's just like the other one, but he's a little better. Just like, right, right. So you can't really do that with music videos. At a certain point, you can't look at two, like two. I just feel like take out two, any two on the fifty list, except the ones in the top ten, because we, we put them in the top ten for a reason. Um, but you line up next to each other, and it's really you know they're they're all great. Yeah, and and the whole list is too. I mean, even even the ten, like the eleventh, is it like it's not like a all of the fifty are fantastic music videos, and 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 so that's why we kind of do such a large list. Um, you know, I think it's important to to have that like top ten distinction, and we really kind of poured over the the placement of those videos. But uh, beyond that, it's just so hard to do. What's the difference between twenty five and twenty four? You know, it's. It's very complicated to kind of parse that out, uh, and, I, and I know people. And this is, you know, December has become in the age of the internet a month of top top list fatigue, um, and you know everybody's got their even you know I think music sites even get into the the mix now where they do their top fifty or even one hundred music videos. And I know there's a lot of lists out there, and we we definitely understand the the fatigue. And the reason we do a list, I think, is because, well, hey, we, we like doing a list. We watch a lot of music videos, and it's kind of fun to put it together at the end of the year and, and look back and kind of, you know, uh, write all this stuff out and list everything out. But also, you know, we put a, a ton of thought. And, uh, you know, every, you look at the top ten posts, which you can find um, just on imvdb.com slash blog. And, you know, we, we've written, you know, a good amount on each video and why we should we think it should be there. And And, you know, obviously there's... I mean, we, the two of us 
put this list together ourselves. So our taste is going to be a major part of it. Um, but I will say that like in in the music sites and a lot of the other websites, that's a kind of like to our own horn. But the reason why we think we are we have the right to even do this list is because we feel like we watch more music videos than anybody uh like like in a literal sense uh <laughs> yeah. like well that's not like an that's not like a you know an exaggeration uh like we literally watch all, all the music videos and uh okay that might be an exaggeration and case in point um you know uh for how much how many music videos we've watched uh, we we're just kind of tallying up some things from this year and I'll, I'm doing a as I did last year a big blog post about the numbers of 2014 just like I did for 2013 but one number that we have is the very podcast you're listening to has done 48 or by the end of the year we'll have done 48 episodes so that's four skipped weeks out of 52 of the year which I think is, is probably a record for us almost all of those have been interviews with people we've had some really awesome interviews and if you're just listening to this podcast for the first time and you know you see it in the the, the best of uh, 2014 post go to imvdb.com slash podcast there's interviews with uh, some of my favorites this, this uh, year have been um, we did a great one with Ari Robbins who's a Steadicam operator on a few of the music videos in our list um called that was episode 109 uh 30 gopro two toaster featuring zach stoltz and john uh, john like episode That's 110 really was good. also really good we had brother on lamar and nick um we had uh, evan profoski the 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 dp um james <laughs> lee's uh lonnie Suchano, a lot of amazing uh grant singer and brandon lance Dermer. drake lance drake's a good one Ian Pons Jewel, who directed one of the music videos in our top ten list, uh, so there's been and it's been a lot of fun. What we thing. do is we bring it's them on, and we and then we we just trash them. We just cut them down to size. Yeah, right. We it's a it's a no spin zone. <laughs> you come here to answer for for all we're that. Like a hardball, hardball. Uh, let's any more political shows we could work in. Um, yeah, so listen to those because they're fun. If you think this is a fun episode, those are even <laughs> even more fun because we talk a little bit less, uh, and other people talk slightly more. Um, well, so we let's talk a little bit about the the sort of general, like you know, the theme of music videos for 2014. Because one of the things we did in 2013 is go to Sprockets Music Video Festival in Athens, Georgia, over the summer and do a little talk on kind of the state of music videos and the sort of recent renaissance in music videos. And we actually, uh, you know, I wrote a blog post about it this year. So it's been kind of a reflective year, I think for, for, for at least for us in terms of music videos, we've been doing this site for a few years and we've been sort of talking about a lot about where music videos have been and, and, and where they've, where they've been going. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking kind of at some of the themes that exist in uh you know particularly this top 10 but stuff that like we've kind of been drawn to a lot this year and um one of those things i think that has shown up a lot in 2014 is dancing um i think you know there's dancing or some form of choreography in in eight of our top 10 music videos Mm -hmm. and uh no seven seven of our top 10 music videos and you know, a large part of that is the kind of kind of breakout year, if if you can call it that, for Ryan Heffington. I mean, he's just kind of been an, involved in so many fantastic 
music videos this year where dance is featured obviously heavily. Two of those are uh, in our top ten, one at, at number one. Choreographer and Ryan Hevington. Choreographer Ryan Hevington. And, you know, it's... Uh, did I call him something different before? No, you just did Ryan Hevington. Oh, okay. okay like cool. they're supposed to know? Well, we should... I guess... It's safe to assume that some people listening know. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. But we're, we're <laughs> anyway. It's it's good to be safe. Got to be uh, safe. Uh, but yeah, that, I think that's that's a, been a major part of it. Um, and I think he's responsible for a lot of that. I mean, even you know, in the, the top fifty, how many have, have music videos has he kind of have had his hands in? It's been really incredible. And I think that like dances, it it. it it makes sense that that's going to be something that, uh, or or choreography in general. A lot of the music videos that Ryan Hevington, well, not a lot, but some of the music videos that he choreographed aren't kind of traditional dance music videos either. You know, you're you're just kind of getting that element in music videos, and it makes a lot of sense because it is uh, it is music. So, what what do you ha- are there other trends that anything else that you kind of notice from 2014? Well, I think that we talk a little bit about this in the post that. You know, 2013, I think, is a such a huge banner year for music videos. We had a lot of really iconic music videos coming out. We had a lot of, um, you know, people starting to pay attention to the format in a really big way. And, you know, I think 2014 was a year to kind of keep that going. And the onus was on the year to not lose that steam. And I think in some ways we had less iconic videos that you could consider iconic just in terms of just sheer numbers. But we also had, I think, I would argue more of a depth of you know music video quality. There was just so many unbelievable things that came out this year. And, you know, not all of them were, you know, spread like wildfire around blogs and, you know, were featured on daytime television. Uh, but just a lot of quality work, which I think is an indication of a really healthy industry. You know, we, you know, we talk about music videos, and there's an industry behind that. And you know, I think it's for the in the interest of people who are fans of music videos to to be supportive of that industry and be interested in the you know whether it's healthy or or or, or whether it's on hard times. And 2014 proved, I think, without a doubt, that it's it's a really kind of thriving industry right now. Yeah, I think what you're seeing a lot of is um, kind of creativity uh, kind of creeping into like larger and larger videos with bigger and bigger artists. You know, there was a time when like a, a, a bigger a bigger artist didn't need to put much effort into like the creativity and being involved in that side of things. And I think you're starting to see more and more like the the music videos that we were really excited about like two years ago for their like kind of like their creativity and, and them doing like different things. I feel like the bigger artists have picked up on that stuff too over the mm-hmm. past couple of years. And now you're seeing these larger artists adopting those, you know, more interesting kind of ideas into their, into their videos. That's yeah, And I think that's really important. And I would really encourage for people who haven't been, I guess, paying attention to how, you know, what the most popular music videos lists have looked like over the past five or six years you know go back we have a feature on the site where you can go back on you know a calendar view and go back to 2004 and 2005 
that's 10 years ago, but now, or go back to 2008 and 2009, and you'll see such a stark difference in, it's almost kind of like a blandness, you know, it's, it's a little bit of an unwillingness to take a risk, and, you know, you're really right that the videos of 2012, even two years ago, you know, nothing, uh, I feel like there's been such a leap in, you know what people are or you know what music video makers are doing for bigger and bigger artists yeah it's, just what the the larger artists are willing to do i feel like the level of videos in on the 2012 list like we're we're we were still being appealed but to the same kind of elements in those videos then like our taste hasn't hasn't changed it's just that diff, more artists are are willing to kind of do different and unique and weird and awesome and and fun things and you know the 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 infrastructure for music videos continues to grow um we had a lot of interesting things you know happen around that in 2014 one of the things that was uh the big news was that uh uh, gangnam style hit two billion views and has continued to steadily rise since then i think it's at two point what is it? Two point one something billion? No, it's above that. They recently broke the YouTube counter for like mm. getting into sixty four bit, and I think it's like two point two, two point three billion, something like that. So, well, it's... YouTube, YouTube, played that up. They did. Oh, break, of course, they, they, they break the counter. <laughs> they had to adjust their counter. They didn't. They break had to adjust it. their counter. But is... whatever, however they want to spin it, we there's a no spin zone. You unspin that that yeah, wheel. But it was funny that they that. A few are after the initial wave of articles that YouTube had broken their counter. People had to like post some articles to say like, when you break, when you break a, a, a counter, it doesn't spin around. Yeah, no, I, I, I know, I know you didn't <laughs> think that, but it was just there were many people who were like, oh my god, they broke the counter. It's oh my god, around. what's gonna happen to YouTube? Like they're so just, so yeah. worried about YouTube, and, and, uh, and that's like, a, and I know YouTube's been around, uh, you know, go, you know, eight years, so it's hardly a, a big, you know. A tiny platform but it's one of those you know every major platform sometimes has those moments and it, it's good to play those up twitter had one of those moments where they had to change uh the size of uh you know the, the numerical ids that were keeping track of tweets because they were going to run out of space and you know i thought that was a really interesting moment that they n- never really anticipated when they were originally designing youtube that you know, a video like Gangnam Style could come out, and of course, it's a music video. Um, right. We also had interesting things like Taylor Swift telling, uh, you know, taking all of her music off Spotify, which is music related. But along with that, she said, you know, hey, I make more money with Vivo than I do with Spotify, which I think was a pretty incredible statement and an incredible idea that, uh, you know, music videos, which were a sunk cost, are basically a lost leader for people to listen to your music, were now. A way to you know income generating for right. for artists if you're big enough if you're big like Taylor Swift. But yeah, and I think that that like just like further cements that you know now like everyone realizes that music videos now have a place again. I think that there there used to be a joke for a while where it's like you still you still watch like who watches music videos or, or stupid things like that, <laughs> and then you get like you turn you put guy style and you say everybody. Like mm-hmm. everybody, everybody has watched this video, and I, I feel like you know we, we talk about Gaia style on this version of the podcast kind of every year because I think that's part of why you're getting 
the videos that you're getting is the success of that one because nobody knew who Psy was in the United States prior to that video but because of that video now everybody does and he made lots of money from it and so it's it was the opposite of sunk cost so we should probably get let's get into our top 10 list because a lot of these themes are sort of recurring throughout this top 10 and and it's a bit tough to not like mention the videos that help yeah. support it's like for example this oh never mind we'll wait for the reveal <laughs> the video um so uh i think we should start with obviously with 10 we're not gonna go through one um i don't even know why i said that who starts with number one Nobody. That like that was an option. It's yeah, like oh, we're start, We're gonna start at six and then move, <laughs> and then go like kind of crisscross. Uh, so uh, number ten on our list is uh, a video called "Don't Wait" by I think it's pronounced Mape, um, directed by Dory Oskovitz. And this video uh, came out in April, and it's one of we have sort of I think videos that you would may have expected to be on this list and a few what we would I would call dark horse candidates kind of videos that really kind of struck us during the year that we, that we maybe passed some other people by or you know there's so many music videos uh, that you may not expect them to be on this list so I think this is one of those um, and this is my pay, my pay is a new artist I think it's her first video and I don't think she's come out with one since actually um no, but she's come out with like six remixes of this song. So yeah, this is like her kind of breakout. I mean, hopefully breakout leading to a further career because I think she's great. Single, um, fantastic song. Um, and this video basically is her and uh, an actor who plays her her boyfriend kind of hanging around in kind of rural California, uh, just kind of together. And, and it's, you know, you explain the premise and it sounds like a super boring video. Uh, but wow, this is such a beautifully executed video, um, and just a really uh, a beautiful and beautifully styled video. The styling of this video is incredible, and this is this is just a video that I, I mean, it came out you know in April, and, I, and I've, you know, I've come back to it over and over again because I just think it's fantastic. And and I feel like it does a great job of like kind of establishing what like right now looks like. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, in it, like you mentioned, the styling of the video and and it's kind of just like the the people in it. I feel like does a really good job of kind of like representing what people in this kind of age group kind of look and like look like and act like in 2014. I feel like this is a good representation of that. And I, it's really interesting too. You mentioned in the blog post that Mape is. Uh, actually closer to 30 than she is to 20 oh, i cut that she... out i cut that oh out. <laughs> okay never mind no no, no you mentioned mention it because it's interesting okay so it's interesting but i i feel like that has relevance in 2014 also like i feel like not only like in style but i feel like there's just like a i don't know take it how you will but just like a, a delay in youth now like it like youth kind of lingers more in uh to people in our generation, I feel like, and maybe that's like a weird thing to say, but I think, I think it might be true, and I think that that is represented, uh, in kind of this video as well. Yeah, it's funny. There's there's kind of two constructions in this video. One that you mentioned that she's she's styled like a twenty year old basically, and she's she's thirty, you know, almost thirty one. Um, but it almost doesn't matter, like because like you said, it's you know that th those lines are are less 
defined now. But also, you know, Pompeii, is, this is in California, and it doesn't look like California. It sort of looks like, uh, you know, another country maybe. And, you know, Pompeii is born in Rhode Island and grew up in Stockholm, Sweden. So there's another kind of construction there. Um, but but it's but it's it's one that it's one that like seems really kind of natural. It seems real. It, you know, you you it, it's such a real video in terms of like you 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 kind of like look at this and you think these you know Amape and her boyfriend here like this is where they grew up. You know, there was a lot. They remember there was a kind of like a spat of videos like that where. Uh, you know, it would be a female, single female. One doesn't come to mind, but it'd be like a single female artist in, you know, like a town in like Jamaica or something like that. And, you know, it, it is strongly implied that she's in that space because she knows that space and she grew up in that space. And it's implied in this video here, I think, but but for an effect. Um, it's interesting, too, that you keep referring to the um, guy as a boyfriend because there's never anything. I, mean, I, I got that vibe, too. Definitely somebody who's like, who she has like a very close relationship with. I don't think it necessarily has to be a boyfriend. There's never anything. They never like are intimate, like kissing each other or something like that. But they definitely have like a very like close bond relationship. And I feel like that ambiguity kind of adds to the effect of the video as well. And ties in really like beautifully with the song. Um, and this also has, I, I, this is kind of a disappearing shot in music videos. And, and I am sad that it's going away but part of the reason i love this video is i love the kind of just like slow motion singing shot um that has some movement to it It, it, it's i don't see that much anymore at all it's done really like fantastically in this video um and you know dory oskovitz and uh the dp on this was uh we don't know the DP. Um, we have. I noticed it too. We have every credit in the we, world. Why don't we have the DP? I don't. I don't know. That out. Um, we we got to put in a call because we have everybody else. Uh, they just uh, do just just an amazing job of of kind of capturing this capturing capturing this style and just capturing her performance. Uh, this is just like one of my favorite performance videos of all time and and of this year. So that's why it makes the list, of course. That's why it makes the list. Um, I'm trying to get. I'm like looking at all the other Dory Askowitz videos to see who shot those, and I've got no clues. Uh, <laughs> one day we'll we'll have it. One day. Um, so take us through number nine. Yeah. So number nine is, I guess, another um, video that would is less than expected. A dark um, horse. A dark, a dark horse, horse like you would say. Um, and and I think even more so. I mean, as um, unexpected. I mean, I don't want to like call what we're doing unexpected, like we did it, and we're trying to anticipate that. But um, videos that we've seen, you know, other lists have come out, and there are some on our list that overlap, and these are, and some of them that don't, and so those are the ones that we talk about as the dark horses. Anyway, don't wait is at three million views, so it's not like that was a nobody watched that video thing or or. You know, it reached an audience. Uh, our number nine video, uh, Rollerblades by Quest, also reached an audience, but in an even smaller one, uh, which is 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 kind of sitting around thirty thousand views. So um, that's uh, part of what makes this one a dark horse. But uh, directed by Ian's Pond Jewels, Ian Pond Jewel, um, who was on our podcast this year? Who was on our podcast just a few weeks ago? Um, this this video features kind of like a 
um, an emotionless Quez kind of performing this song. And around him skates uh, uh, Juan Takino, I think is how you say his name, because that's how it's spelled. Um, he's, an, he's an actual pro glam skater. And uh, he skates around uh, Quez as he kind of sings the lyrics. Sometimes uh, Juan joins him in syncing the lyrics. And then suddenly, accidentally, uh, Juan unplugs Quez's neck, which has a golden plug in it, and Quez spills out all over the room. After he spills uh, over the room, uh, Juan is pretty upset by this, and he um, kind of, as a, in a moment of kind of respect to Quez, removes his wig, revealing less glamorous hair underneath, and uh, has like a moment before he is uh, overcome by a wave. Um, which is what we assume Quez has come back as. Um, so this sounds like an insane video <laughs> when described into a microphone, but it's it, it is. Um, it is. But it's insane, also like it's really, all... really like really like touching and and weird and interesting and it just like is like a very moving video that like we couldn't stop thinking about this year. It was it was released all the way in January and it just it stuck with us throughout the year. It it did, and it's you know you describe it, and it sounds like a complete of absolute a piece of like absolute lunacy, and it is, in a way. But it's just one of those ones that for some reason just stuck with us, and we just kept coming back to. Um, and but I it's think- also and how genuine the like it is crazy when described, but it is incredibly genuine, and like you don't question any of it when watching the video, and that's part of the appeal. It is, and and this video on a, on a on a technical level as well has such beautiful like movement, camera movement that moves with uh, Juan, right? Um, because when you know when he's skating by, the way it's done uh, is just so uh, you have to watch it because it's just so uh, brilliant. And even like the the last you know at the, the end where he's kind of overcome with emotion and he you know dances with rollerblades, um, the camera movement that you know moves with him beautifully. It's shot beautifully. It's just a you know one of these videos that you know the concept is fantastic, but the execution on a technical level is also just just really amazing. And and it's it's interesting the way it's kind of composed. Like I we describe it in the post as kind of like a show. Like you know Juan is in like he's not just a dude on 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 skates. He's like glam skating is essentially like uh, what's it in the Olympics? The ice skating, just like competitive ice skating. What is that? Uh, figure skating. Figure skating. That's the word that we want. Uh, so like it's like basically figure skating on roller skates. So they wear these like sequins kind of uh you know outfits and like onesies and uh that's what he's got going on here like it's tre- this is treated very much as a performance like within the video um you know it's very like it, it feels very much like a stage show uh one's actions are very over the top kind of throughout the video almost as he's out at F- as if he was like performing for an audience uh which is just like an interesting uh I, like it just makes it, it it adds that like additional layer to the video um that like makes you think like is is did quez even really drown or like melt away or is this all some kind of just like elaborate 
play within a music video. And I think this is a move or direction that a lot of music video directors, and I think especially kind of new new music video directors, I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, kind of move towards like getting some element that is on its face kind of crazy. You know, I've seen so many music videos where where it, it's just so, you know, it's like we brought in this crazy element and now we're going to make that the center of the music video. And this is a really prime case or example of how you need all the parts working at full, you know, at full steam really to make it, you know, a really truly great music video. Um, you know, the way they integrate all the elements here into the story, into the style, into the movement, into everything is just uh, really, just really beautifully done. Yeah, everything is very deliberate, uh, I feel like, and, and it's... Um, yeah, because this yeah. is not the video, we weren't like, oh, this is the video with the with, with the crazy skater, because if that was all it was, there wouldn't be anything compelling there. Um, there's just so many elements here that... that we yeah, and they, and they all stick with you, like kind yeah. of all of that, yeah, definitely sticks with you. And and, and but anytime I see roller skates, immediately <laughs> yeah. one... How it's, often do you see roller skates? How often I mean, in I, your daily life are you seeing some roller skates? I mean, you see some pretty weird shit in New York City, man. So that's right, we forgot to say where, where everybody is. And it's it's fine, it's, when there's less people, we don't need to talk about it. So um, the um, next one on. was... Uh, yeah, the next one was... Uh, one that uh, I really wanted to get on the list because I love this video for a number of reasons which we'll talk about and that is Easy Rider by Action Bronson and Doug you're, you you introduced me to Action Bronson um, through you know I think a few years ago because he's been yeah. making music videos he's, he's like riffraff he just makes a lot of music videos or did make a lot of music videos and he works a you know he and riffraff uh, work together frequently. They go, they rap together a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like anyone who's maybe not familiar with Action Bronson, but is familiar with Riff Raff, kind of like Riff Raff is towing the line of like real rapper and and fake and fake. I feel like kind of favoring. He's center right. He's favoring the <laughs> fake a little bit, and uh, Action Bronson. F- favors the real a little bit more i feel like they both have like very strong like funny personalities i feel like riffraff leans a little bit on the funny more and and bronson leans a little bit more towards the rapper but they still kind of have that that same vibe going and with that context uh is uh i think it interest you know important when talking about this video too definitely because you know, as we referenced in the post, Action Bronson's music video work prior to Easy Rider was was great and entertaining, but it was often just bizarrely absurd. Um, and case in point for that is the symbol by Action Bronson, directed by Rick Cadero, who we had on this podcast. I think we talked about this video, but basically, it's like a genre like cop, uh, like seventies cop TV series thing. But he's just like wearing a, a a, like a blonde little girl's wig that doesn't fit right, and he's just like, <laughs> bare, like slurring his words and just like falling into shit. It's it's absolutely absurd, and this video is just um, amazing. Directed by Tom Gould, who he has worked with before. Um, and the, I can't remember the video that he did for him before. It was uh, let me look it up right now. Brunch. What's that? Brunch. Brunch in 2011. So a few years ago. Um. 
this video is about Action Bronson, who in the video was uh, some sort of war hero or did something in a war. It's never really specified. Um, but if, if we're kind of taking a cue from the name Easy Rider, uh, we would assume it would be the Vietnam War. Well, and it looks like he's got a patch on in the screenshot Oh, yeah, here. he's got a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, a patch. That's right. Um, and, you know, basically the, the general wakes up and says, you know, something to him. And he says, you know, what happened out there uh, to the general? Or sorry, the general asks him what happened out there. And he says, where's my guitar? And grabs him, <laughs> grabs him by his... his his collar and screams where is my guitar and that's where the the story starts and you see action bronson in his hospital gown riding on a you know like a a, a motorcycle a chopper in, the, in chopper in the desert and you know it starts this whole like movie basically about action bronson like dropping acid and looking for his guitar and the the uh, you know, it ends with him finding it, or maybe he doesn't. Maybe it's a hallucination and him playing on a big mountain range. But you know, it's a beautiful, it's a, an amazing video, like super well paced, well shot. Action Bronson, I think, is a great actor in it. And but below all this is the kind of joke that like Action Bronson does not know how to play guitar. Yeah, as far as we can tell, I mean, maybe he does. No, but he's I not, he does not. I know. I do not believe that he that has that talent. Action Bronson is a man of many talents. He's a fantastic actor. He's a fantastic rapper. He's very funny. He used to be a chef, and he's now a, an amazing food critic. Um, because I, he's got a, a web series called "Fuck That's Delicious," and as far as I can tell, he just loves everything. <laughs> He never um, says no. This isn't delicious. Yeah, which I guess is the is the subject matter of a lot of food shows. Uh, but anyway, that's we're we're getting a little bit too far away from the video. But um, he, he's just uh, Action Bronson is such a presence in this video. But like I feel like like Tom Gould knows exactly how to treat him. I feel like it's just like it, when we talked to Rick Cordero about. Um, the the um what was the other Rick the Rick Cordero video uh it's the symbol mm-hmm. um he mentioned you, you mentioned the wig Rick Cordero mentioned that he had like a wig that he liked a lot better and Bronson was kind of like insistent on wearing that comically small one um and <laughs> and, and I feel like you know uh, when you get like when he introduces that it was like no I'm wearing I want to wear this wig for sure like I feel like that that dictates how the vid- like a, a large part of how that video is received is kind of centered around how ridiculous that wig looks on his head. It, it not necessarily in a bad way, but it like dic- it dictates how that video works. And I feel like Tom Gould really like gets it right with Action Bronson, who is like going to be Action Bronson in his scenes. And so I feel like this video like it allows that to happen, and it still is doing what it the video itself is doing what it wants to do naturally exactly right i mean it gave him it gave action bronson like a basically like really good parameters to work within um and you know let him like like mock play a les paul guitar on you know mountain (laughs) range at sunset and with his shirt off wearing a trench coat which is you know ridiculous but in the context of this little film it's um, fantastic. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it, amazing. Yeah. Or and the way he's like grinding his teeth in his mouth when he's <laughs> tripping on acid. Like, can you know? Like, 
you know he was like that came from action broads that I, I I feel like you don't know for sure, but that just strikes to me as something that's like oh if I'm on acid I'm gonna be doing this with my face <laughs> and 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 like yes you are like type of a situation and that's just speculation but like that's the that's the vibe you get with this video that it like allows Bronson to do what he's gonna do. And, and still like make it a, a an amazing film. So and, and this video also has just an amazing bar fight scene. Uh, <laughs> just like like settled in it's it, it's blinking and and it's gone. It's a very short scene, but it's great. I mean, just like it's it's like almost you can't believe it's it's happening in a music video because it's sort of like a movie quality um, thing when those lines are being blurred now, especially you know in 2014 and beyond. But uh, um, I love this video so much. And and if and I feel like it's it's a type of video that you can like watch uh, very like passively and like not really realize that how much depth there is. I mean, we just talked like seven, ten minutes about this video, and I feel like somebody <laughs> so like you could very easily watch this video and be like, eh, cool, neat, or like yeah, not yeah. really like pick up on all of the layers that are there. But I like I feel like they're absolutely there. Support. Plus plus one, yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> DJ support. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tom Gould uh, is from New Zealand, born originally in New Zealand, um, and the director of our number seven video, Katy Perry. This is how we do. Directed by Joel Cafali. Joel Cafali is also from New Zealand. Hmm. How how That's fucking a fantastic weird! Fantastic transition. We didn't ever do that. We didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> We did not. No, it's uh, a lot of good stuff coming from that Australia, New Zealand area, which we talked about last week. That's what we did. Wow. Well, lots of synergy going on. How weird are we? We actually watched. We watched. Uh, this is how we do. Which is our number um, seven video together in Florida, dog. Which doesn't happen a lot. That's that's weird. Hmm. That is weird. That is unusual. We did. We were together on July thirty first. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting we watched, on the computer watching this video. Right, um, shared, a, shared a chair like always. Mm-hmm, and a milkshake with two straws. And we wanted to watch this video. <laughs> it's a great image. Uh, so <laughs> let's... I feel like this is the... Um, I feel like this is one of the... like This is the video with the least narrative uh, on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's very much uh, just kind of like a visual spectacle. Uh, very performance heavy. Um, but I feel like this video is kind of like a very strong example of what we were talking about in the opening of the podcast, which is um, larger artists uh, kind of incorporating, you know, different type of ideas that you would kind of expect to see in more indie music videos, or uh, I think we call them more creative music videos uh, <laughs> at the beginning. But, you know, just like kind of smaller artists were quicker to adopt this kind of more creative style in order to kind of cut through and, and kind of make themselves known through their uh, a creative music video. And I think, uh, you know, these larger artists are starting to to pull in some of those ideas and i think this this is how we do is a perfect example of that definitely and i think it's really helpful when you're thinking about you know modern music videos to think about that whole group of female uh singers that Katy perry is a part of that kind of came into prominence in the late 2000s and when you talk about 
you know, pop music in the mid 2010s, that's kind of the origin story of that. I mean, you know, 2008, 2007 is where we got, you know, Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and Rihanna and Taylor Swift um, and, you know, a few others. And it's really interesting to see what they've done and what their different approaches have been to music videos. And I think the two clear cut winners of who know what to do with music videos the best, you know, I think the clear loser is Lady Gaga in a lot of ways. See R. Kelly's do what you want video that was shelved and then linked leaked this year um but taylor swift and katie perry, perry i think are kind of the the tops for different reasons and you know one of the interesting things about katie perry is she rarely works with you know a director twice um you know aside from the, the old glenn ballard videos she did before uh before she was you know katie perry proper with i kissed the girl um, and you know this is sort of an interesting choice to go with Joel Cafali, who had done the video for Royals by Lord, which is obviously a huge track. But that wasn't a very you know poppy video. We have we have a commentary from him, and it, it, you know it's a very different pop video. That was maybe before it was a hit. Um, and this is this is uh, you know an interest, really super interesting direction. It's basically a, a bunch of tableaus. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, did did you. Like pull? Did we document all the references that we found somewhere? I don't think so. I think uh, Joe Cafali goes through a few of them, um, but you kind of open up on Katy Perry in the f- a frame as an old man sits and looks at an art gallery, and it zooms into the frame, and that's kind of the world, the music video that we're in. Um, you know, you see different tableaus and and tons of costume changes. Sometimes Katy Perry is you know uh in a tableau that has references to space jam and airbud uh, right if, if you want to hear joe cofali with a new zealand accent accent say airbud check out the <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's hilarious but then you know then also she has a really complicated uh, dress based on and and you know, background based on the the, the distillage art art movement um and you know, there's a lot of interesting references in there. Plus, you know, there's and but there's also you know cartoons of uh, twerking ice cream cones. I mean, right. uh, there's, there's just so much thrown into this video, and it's but it's so fun. I think it's the thing that is the most important thing about it. It's such a fun video. Yeah, and and I also think that just like what makes this an important video for this year is kind of back to what we we're talking about before. You know, what makes it. it, it especially worthy to talk about is how much it like it those ideas that like this this feels a lot to me like a Joel Cafali video and mm-hmm. it definitely feels a lot to me like a Katy Perry video too it's like those those it's not just like Katy Perry's trying to do an indie thing like this is <laughs> this is like those this is those two kind of worlds really working together not to say that like Joel Cafali represents like indie music videos or anything like that but he's someone who's done a lot of music videos for you know a a lot of different types of artists both you know as a solo director and as part of the directing duo special problems you know he's done a lot of you know he's he's established a style that clearly like Katy perry got down with and that's hard with got down hard with yeah they got three days with her as uh uh, he talks about, and also uh, this podcast w- or this um, music video was produced by Jason Cologne, and uh, and uh, he produces uh, he produces video. He's on this podcast talking about it. Is it Colon or Cologne? That's, I'm pretty sure it's Colon. I don't think it's Colon. 
Well, we'll co- you know what? If if we we ask him, and I might have that recording. He so. has. So here's the confusion: is because his email is spicy colon, but that's not his actual last. I mean, how you pronounce his last name? <sighs> Man, that's confusing. That's gonna throw me off for a while. Jason, why'd you do it? Um, but either way. Yeah, and he produced this video, and he talked about them making the, the the making of this video, and that they got three days with Katy Perry, which is kind of remarkable. I feel like that's the type of thing. Like initially, it's surprising. Like holy cow! Like Katy Perry gave three days of her time for this music video. Like her time is so valuable, but like this music video is valuable. Like artists who don't have any money don't have a lot of time to to like their music videos don't cost lots of money, and so there's a lot of resources put into this and so her time is also put into it and i think uh, you know this is not on the list but tangential it's in our top 50 another that's kind of like i think a a, uh, spiritual sibling to this is the the problem video by ariana grande uh directed by the young astronauts which is a pop video that i'm you know i'm 100 certain would not have been made three years ago um for especially for a month you know this this was one of those videos that was made uh, that's a whole other different topic of when music videos are made in terms of like the popularity of a single. This video was released at the height of Problem being a super successful single, um, and y- you know it, it's 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 you know something that you wouldn't expect. It's uh, anyway. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it, but it, 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 it is simple. S- you know it's similar. You know what? You know why it doesn't matter as much. You know because something matters more. I just went and listened to Jason Colon's commentary on some of his videos and that's how he said his name the way i just said it well there we go jason if you're listening i'm sorry i i was messed up by that you goofed you goofed done goofed um and we should just a few interesting little uh, tidbits about this uh this video here i think one of the references that many people will get is the let's go to the movies uh lobby old lobby uh little animation of you know the three pieces of candy walking and yes. they and they reference that in this video yeah, they, twerk, they twerk and the, yeah they walk exactly like the little movie little movie candy things and then they twerk and one of the um the watermelon is super high which is always my favorite right. part yeah um, right which is yeah that's fun fun of it um so let's talk about our number six video hmm. uh which is Cazette, uh sleepless by Cazette, featuring the high directed by peter huang and uh this this video is like left me with like such a like my my jaw dropped so hard uh the first time I watched this video and that's like the like the biggest jaw drop that's the worst way to <laughs> no we're keeping that keep going <laughs> like it was like this is just like an, an incredibly tense uh really like short film the at the very beginning of the video the song is treated like very secondary um like the the tone and the narrative of the video are are established before the song is introduced, but but by the end of the video, the song is very woven into the narrative, and uh, and becomes like a very impactful moment where you're left with nothing but the song. But this is a extremely like it, it's a short film basically. It, it feels very much like a short film, and uh, and it basically just centers around three characters in an apartment. Um, and with with those elements, uh, Peter is able to kind of create like it just a kind of incredibly tense atmosphere. Uh, that's that's really fantastic. Yeah, it's it's uh, a guy and a girl. It's one of those those really interesting sort of like 
uh, like character studies that I find it looks so easy, but it's so difficult to do to kind of like establish three characters, establish a backstory, um, establish relationships between them and establish their personalities all within this, the span of, uh, you know, a few minutes. I mean, it sounds, it sounds, it looks easy. It looks effortless in a video like sleepless, um, but so hard to do. And it, and it's often failed very hard at, um, (laughs) and this is a really rare example. Like you said, the, the, the music is being traded secondary and and the, the technical term for all the people who wasted money on film school like me is, uh, diegetic. Yes. Um, so, uh, diegetic music. And you know, now I just confuse them in my head, so I don't know what's diegetic and non-diegetic. Oh, so diegetic music is music that is taking place in the world of the scene. Um, and as we know, you know, 99.9% of music and music videos is just is non-diegetic. It's just out there. I mean, it's being played, and sometimes it's being acknowledged, and sometimes it's not. But it's not like somebody's playing a boombox with that music on it you know this is being played from a stereo system in this apartment which i thought was a really uh interesting choice and it's and it served as a plot point as well which is which is a great tie-in right absolutely and then and then it'd be kind of like but you know the the dialogue near the end is drawn from the lyrics of the song and that kind of thing and it and it and it takes on and a new meaning to those lyrics that that makes this to me made the song more memorable. This is not like the type of music that typically sticks with me. Um, you know, it, it doesn't make an impact. Like I like I we pick a lot of kind of electronic and dance music videos. They're they're on this list, but I can't really like tell you how they sound. <laughs> uh, like like Savan's Bass for Jacks video that's on the list with the twerk bot that's on our top 50. I can't really tell you how that song goes, but like this sleepless song, like I remember like very well and it's because of how it ties into this uh, film. And just to kind of like get, you, we mentioned the three characters, like kind of what happens is uh, it's like a success, like what appears to be kind of like a rich kind of not super old, kind of maybe like early forties, Man, thirties, early forties, late thirties, like successful, like guy, um, and a and a girl who is very attractive and 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 not like too significantly younger, probably like ten years younger at least than he is, uh, maybe more fifteen, and they're like getting hot and heavy. Well, hold um, on, they they come they come back into the into an empty it starts in an empty apartment. They open right. the door, they come back obviously maybe from like a a party or, or a, or a or bar date, where they first date. met. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um and it's their interactions in this apartment and you there's this sense of foreboding there. Yeah, something's um, wrong. And uh and then we won't spoil it, I think. But No, but what some... I mean is that you just get like the atmosphere of like there being something wrong in this this whole time mm-hmm. and you don't know if it's necessarily between these two characters or some kind of like outside thing but then once you once that is revealed like what it what is wrong um it kind of like there are things to pick up on that were too subtle to kind of pick up on the first time around i feel like and uh and it makes this video like even though there is kind of like a reveal at the end um the video like continues to work maybe even more so in some parts with that knowledge and it's it, i kind of can't emphasize enough kind of how difficult narrative 
really good narrative is to do within the confines of a music video. I, I think a lot of music videos, and I, and I don't like to define you know great music videos by what's not great, but I think it's helpful in this case, where it's sort of like a, a stand over there narrative. Like, you know, it's just pe- people in spaces kind of looking around. I don't know if you've noticed this trend at all, Doug, where... The stand over there narrative. Yeah, the stand over there narrative, <laughs> where, where nothing is happening, but you're sort of kind of supposed to infer a narrative by what people looking at, at each other and their and their facial expressions in silence. Right. Um, and that is... It... it, it, it it can be interesting sometimes. I think that a few years ago there was a great video by Dory Oskovitz who directed the My Pay video um, for Constant Concert Conversations by uh, uh, Passion Pit, which was that, but very compelling. But, uh, you know, I, I love seeing this really kind of, not traditional, but, you know, a tiny narrative told in somewhat of a traditional way where where. Peter um, Wong, you know, figured out a way to like get the music out of the way and still make it memorable, which I think is is kind of a, a pretty amazing feat. Um, yeah. You know, he had his way with being able to do a narrative that was basically a short film, but also have it be a music video, which which is really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so should, should we take it to, to number five? Yeah, we'll get into the top five. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So now we're, this is top five. Now it's those videos, uh, six to nine to ten sucked, obviously. <laughs> They're the worst. No, there was only five music, good music videos that came out this year. Um, and number five is, uh, I, I love this video so, so much. Um, and that is uh, We Exist by Arcade Fire, directed by David Wilson. And we had an Arcade Fire video last year on the countdown, and that was uh, Emily Kaibach's Afterlife video. Uh, fantastic video. And this one is is cut from some of the same cloth, but I think has so many different elements. It stars um, Andrew Garfield, who plays Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man. Big movie star. He was also uh, Eduardo in The Social Network. Um, That's what I remember him as. Yeah, I never saw the Spider-Man movies. But at the time that this video came out, those movies were coming out. So I think that's important. Um, And it starts him as a a, a guy that's cross-dressing. And you see him kind of... It starts with him, you know... He's like he's struggling with his uh, his his gender identity. He's struggling with it a lot. You see him kind of putting on, you know, a wig and putting on women's clothes and and lipstick and then he goes out to a bar and that's and he's he's kind of he's he's like it's not maybe not troubled but it's not like a very easy he's it's not like a thing where you know um he's like excited about doing it he doesn't seem stoked about it no yeah it almost feels like he's like it's a brave move it feels like he's something he has to do yeah Um, right exactly it's not like a like a scene out of a movie. It's not like in, in Dumb and Dumber when they're trying on suits. And yeah, exactly. He's not like he's this, not like, this, this, this dress. It's not. It's not that at all. No, it, it's um, and, and it's interesting because he goes to a bar and it's a bar that's like a country western bar and there's not a lot of people in there and you get the feeling that this is sort of in a rural area mm-hmm. and you kind of wonder immediately walks it when he walks in there and you wonder like, why did he go to that bar? Like <laughs> nothing is going to happen there, but you realize that there's, you know, why didn't he go to like a, 
you know, a, a bar that, you know, there's bars for all types of people, you know, there, and there's a bar where he would like be super at home with a lot of different people. Not that you should not have to go places because of who you are, but it just right. seems like it was a very aggressive place. But, that... but I think that, that you kind of realize that like, that's the only place that he knows to where to go. That's the only place that's available to him maybe. Right. Right. Um, and he's kind of, you know, sitting, sits alone and doesn't know what to expect. Um, and then, you know, as you might expect, there's some guys, some good old boys that start harassing him. And that's when the video starts to take this really amazing turn. And that's where you, when you realize that the choreographer for this is the person we have mentioned before, Ryan Heffington, and it breaks out into this dance number. Um, the, the, yeah, the lights go down and then yeah. suddenly, suddenly all of the toughies are like in, in there's their like shirts are in inside out so they're like tank tops and you know like they pull the bottom up through the neck and it's like a tank top and all their <laughs> pants are cut off uh like cu- cut off shorts and uh they break out into very like elaborate choreography and it's like, very unexpected i feel like you know i've seen you know, people like reactions to this video, and like, like first they're like, "Why did he go to that place?" Um, or like, uh, you know, like, like these cliche tough guy redneck characters that you may have heard before. But I feel like it needs that setup of this like recognizable character for the turn that this video takes to to be as impactful as it is. I definitely agree, yeah, because this is a video of of transitions and of turns. You know, we transitioned from day to night and we transitioned from reality to uh, you know that we're familiar with. We're familiar with we can imagine a scenario where somebody comes in dressed like Andrew Garfield is dressed and gets harassed. And then all of a sudden, we're in sort of a music video world where there are no rules, and and also, and obviously the transition at the very beginning of the video of him, you know, going all right, yeah, as a man to putting on lady clothes. And then there's this this really one of my favorite kind of moments and transitions, you know, of any music video in 2014, and 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 you know, pretty much any ever, is uh, there's this this part in the. We exist video song where it's like a, kind of like goes down to a baseline, and it's a little bit of a lull, kind of a, a, a reprieve, because um, it's a pretty intense song, and um, <clears throat> the four guys kind of line up and they open up this like portal, and uh, Andrew Garfield's character walks through it, and then on the other end he's dressed all in white in sort of the red mask that if you're familiar with Arcade Fire, you remember the red kind of thing they drew on their face during their their tour um <clears throat> when they call themselves the reflectors and you know walks into Coachella from 2000 their performance in 2012 and it, the camera follows him up to the stage where Arcade Fire is playing we exist it's a, it's a it's a really uh amazing transition and uh an, an amazing shot too it's an Aria Robbins steady cam shot which we talked about, which we talked to Ari about when we had him on the podcast. Ba-bam, yeah. Bow-bow. Um, and I, one of the interesting aspects of that that I, I, I kind of hadn't thought about before, but when as I was writing about this video for this article, kind of uh, 
thought was a neat little tie-in was the fact that you know it, it, we're we're going from a music video where we're hearing the music of Arcade Fire, and we're watching what is essentially kind of a narrative play out, and then those two worlds kind of collide together, which is something that, that you don't really see a lot in music videos. Obviously, artists are in music videos, but there's these two worlds kind of butt up against each other it's almost like the people you know those dancers in the bar let him out of the world of the music video and into and into the real world uh totally (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like they feel like when i talk about stuff like that there should be like space laser music behind me no no it it makes sense uh i was checking on the likes and i (laughs) yeah um, I threw down for a second, <laughs> and, and the, the, the the that shot at the end is just so amazing because I think the 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 instant inclination when you're going to like this big concert and Coachella is huge, obviously, and maybe you get like a big helicopter shot of how big this crowd is or something like that, but they just follow on um, Garfield. Andrew, yeah, yeah, and, right. And it's, it's, it's a. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's it's very interesting that you feel like yeah, it's like a very like un. Like you would expect them to, yeah, do what you mentioned. Like, yeah, we get that. We got to get the whole crowd and show how big. But like, no, like he's it sticks, and that's where like Ari Robbins' Steadicam work. Because obviously, it Ari probably worked on the whole video. But like that shot of of Andrew kind of taking the stage at Coachella, which obviously they only had one shot at. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. fuck that up. Um, you know, that's where kind of it really stands out. Ari's kind of presence there. Just it's just so crazy to think about what that must have been like at Coachella for any like anybody involved in that. Mm-hmm. If you're just just like the band, like knowing that that that's going on, the people involved in making it, or just like the people watching who like don't don't probably don't know that's Andrew Garfield on stage. No, I think he was, like, he was pretty unrecognizable. It's like who? What is happening? It's like I guess it's kind of par for the course, maybe for an arcade fire show. I've never been to one, but they seem like a, a raucous time. They seem like they've they've got a lot of cards up their sleeve. They got cards. Uh, let's talk about another video with cards. That makes no sense. <laughs> number, four, number four on our top ten music videos of 2014: Paolo Nutini, Iron Sky, directed by Daniel Wolf. Um, this was a music video that when we talked about it on the podcast, we had like several theories and i think it was one that we we thought it meant something us and who, i can't remember what week it was and who we had on but everyone kind of thought it was one thing and and adam alexander who's always like very timid with giving his thoughts about what a music video is about and, and like ta- said what he thought and it ended up kind of being what it ended up seeming to be about do you remember that a little bit, yeah. Um, because this, this is a, a mysterious music video, definitely. Um, which, which is interesting, you know. Paul Nutini, this is not the artist I expected a music video like this to come from. <laughs> um, this video, and I mentioned in, in the in the post I wrote uh, that this is a Kubrick esque moment. Yeah, referring to Stanley Kubrick, because um, I feel like it's got a little bit of his style running through this. This is a music video that you watch it. There's just so many elements, so many carefully constructed things that it, it almost feels like there's there. It's a world where there is no budget, there is no constraints. Like the next shot could be anything. I think once you're in, this isn't a long video. This is an eight minute and forty two second video. Once you're in the minute five, I mean, you're kind of you're dialed in for whatever's next. You're not thinking of 
you know, what's, you know, uh, what could they get on the day? Um, <laughs> you just, you don't know where you're going to be. It starts out with this, this, this high eight grainy footage of people talking about, um, you know, this, this noise in their head and how everybody is plagued by this, this piercing noise. And which is kind of, you don't, you don't hear what they're saying. It's all, um, in, uh, subtitles and you kind of there's the track is a, like a, a a ringing sound like that right and it's very documentary style and you know the only and and you get the sense you you start to learn that the the only way to to deal with this noise and to deal with this constant pain is to take these drugs um and i can't remember what the drugs are called Doug. like aurora or aurora. something it's, it's a specific drug that, like, like it seems to be smoked like crack. Smoked like crack, and it sets up this really nightmarish world when you think about it yeah. for a music video. It's it's a terrible existence, and the rest of the video, as as I take it, is this is this sort of look at life, documentary style sometimes, and sometimes set up as a film of of what society has kind of come to as a result of a force that has just broken it apart completely. Right, and it's 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 such a when you you know it, it sounds very like wide <laughs> wide reaching when I say that, but it's definitely the scope that they were go- that Daniel Wolf was going for. It's just a unbelievably and no, and it works, ambitious it works, video. It and it works completely though. Like it, he's not like he. Pull, I feel like he's pulling it off big time. Like, oh yeah, it is so, like the first time you watch this video, particularly because of the high age stuff at the beginning, and then you're seeing these characters again just in like nicer like nicer film but like like still like the same kind of grain and realism in there like you you think it's real you think that this is just like him there is some place where everyone lives and has ringing in their heads and there's this crazy drug that we've never heard of before this music video that that they need to survive like it's that realistic until you see like footage of people just like artistically jumping out of a window from multiple angles and then you're like uh, maybe this is set up <laughs> maybe that didn't really happen but uh it looks and i think i mentioned on the podcast when we talked about this it looks like a kind of like a vice documentary of when they would go to like north korea or something like that and right then... or like that dr- that drug one that we were talking about the the most dangerous drug in the world documentary it does it feels exactly like a vice documentary um and it, and, and it's just I think it's exceptional for a lot of reasons, but I think it's it's one of the things that that really makes it stand out for me is the sort of barriers it breaks. I mean, there's there's no special effects in this video almost at all. I mean, like computer generated special effects. It is all um, basically practical effects and you know found sets basically, mm-hmm. um, and. It's it's such a a, a it, uh, the scope of the video is so massive, um, but it, I mean, but it was made and it came out and uh, and and I think it's sort of a really interesting example of what people can do for obviously this this didn't have a budget of a million dollars, um, it's just a really amazing example of what a budget um, that is not a feature film budget can come up, come up with um, and make it very convincing. Yeah, totally. Um, th- I think that this that's a music video that um, a- as I think we exist is uh, videos that uh, 
we've seen some overlap in. I think we're getting into the overlap area of our list. Lots of these videos um, have been like in in this section of our list have been kind of celebrated since their release. I think. Mm-hmm. But we get new things to say about them. We only yeah, have three left. We're, we're the most unique. Uh, <laughs> so we should talk about Flying Lotus featuring Kendrick Lamar in the song Never Catch Me, um, directed by Hiro Murai. We should. And this is another music video that we have a commentary for. This is what? Another music video on this list that we have a commentary for. We do have a commentary track, and it's, it's Hiro and it's... Uh, Stallone. Jason. It's a great track this because is the third, it, the third video on our list with a commentary. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> so it's uh, it's interesting to listen to that commentary because it's interesting of how kind of they barely put this video together. Yeah, they, it doesn't yeah, they, seem like it. No, it doesn't seem like it. They the, and in, in and what you mean by that mainly is the casting. Um, they 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 kept calling it a hail mary casting uh, during the commentary. Um, because that's that's kind of what it was as they described it. The the concept of this video is it's um, a funeral for a, a a young black boy and a young black girl, and it and it kind of started the concept kind of started. Uh, Hero talks about it started from Flying Lotus, who initially wanted it to be a um, a black boy who was late to his funeral, um, and then it uh, through Hero kind of evolved into this story where it starts at the funeral. Um, you know, there's a a church full of people kind of mourning these children and then suddenly they pop up from the coffins and begin to do this like really elaborate um choreography one of the uh one of the only videos on this list that isn't choreographed by ryan heffington um it was choreographed by keon and uh marel definitely didn't say those names right and i'm hoping <laughs> you cut that out uh so um and and you know it's very surreal they kind of pop up but like they're not being reacted to um and they pop up and they kind of dance out of the kind of church and into a hearse and kind of drive down the road and they're kind of celebrating and happy and dancing while everyone around them is sad so it you know it can kind of be um taken as if they're these are like their ghosts maybe and they're like in a better place now whatever it is afterlife or or something like that they're they're not they're not sad anymore they're not hurting they're they're dancing and playing and having fun and they get to drive a hearse um <laughs> which is which is admittedly pretty badass i mean it's incredibly badass and that's another crazy we keep referencing this commentary but it really is one of our uh, that is one big thing about 2014. Also, we released a director commentary feature, which is why we keep referencing it because it's we're really excited about it. And um, another thing they talk about in this video is in order to get these the kids to uh, appear as if they were driving, they put the producer in a couch suit, <laughs> a chair like a chair suit, and the producer was driving with the kid in the seat, which to me doesn't seem any less. Le- uh, illegal than a kid driving but what do you know um the other thing that i love about this video is and and you know there are you know take your pick of hero Mariah videos from this year and they're all amazing um but the thing that i love about this video is that the song is kind of in three acts you know it has a kind of a slow start and then kendrick lamar's verse is so intense and then there's sort of this epilogue and 
the video is really cleverly derides that as much as possible. All of the dancing that the kids do is during the Kendrick Lamar verse. Um, and they use that really kind of like kinetic energy to, to do really kind of like, I don't know how to describe the dance moves. They're, they're very, um, you'll see, they're very intense dance moves. But yeah, also there's, in, there's a definitely a name for what they're doing, a name that we do not know. Yeah, we if we were dance people, we would know. Um, and yeah, then, you know, the end, you know, this beautiful ending is is you know orchestrated and, and you know structured around this really beautiful ending of the never catch me song um and that often doesn't happen i i feel like you know i think that all that kind of indicates here where i listening in on this song on a very structural level and structuring his music video around it which i think is, is fantastic it works so well in this video um this was some year for Hero, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty good year for Hero Mariah. And seven, we, yeah, he directed seven music videos, uh, or released seven music videos so far in 2014. Who knows? He could pop out a couple bit more in the next couple of weeks. I, I did see pictures on the Doomsday Instagram account of him on set, so that's exciting. Um, another night shoot. Uh, but yeah, I feel like <laughs> we couldn't, like, nobody could argue with us for putting any of these of the seven music videos he directed this year in this slot. Um but I do think that, uh, to me, Never Catch Me is the one that uh, le- impacted me the most. And, you know, uh, when I was writing this post, I kind of, uh, or this part of the post, I, you know, I was talking about kind of centering this around Hero. And, you know, there's a, huge, uh, a really amazing crew. This is a great uh, year for Doomsday Entertainment, who also was a production company behind the Katy Perry This Is How We Do video, as well as a lot of fantastic videos from this year. Um, we have a lot of producer crossover on this list. Yeah, J- Jason Baum on two, and Jason Cologne on two. Um, so, and you know, I mentioned you know, uh, here Mariah's you know, another film school tour to, uh, term, an auteur. Um, and and for me, that that word means somebody whose work is uh, instantly recognizable as their own, but not through any sort of common theme or look or anything like that. It's more of an intangible quality. And you look at the seven music videos that Hero directed this year, and all of them, I feel like, share a common thread, but all of them are so different and, and, and brilliant in their own ways. Um, from, I think, the Queens of the Stone Age, Who's Sailing was the first one from 2014? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then all the way to Telegraph Ave um, by Childish Gambino just a few you know weeks ago. Uh He's just had such an incredible year. He's been, we talked about the podcast. We had to hear him Ryan, one of the first episodes of the podcast. How cool are we? We're the coolest. He's been on two. He's been on two, and he was with uh, Ryan Reichenfeld on the other one, I believe. Right. Interesting combo that we did there. The combo. I, I'd expect. Um, we do that sometimes, combos. One, one time we had a combo, wait, like you mentioned, with John Like and, and Zach Stoltz. And in that podcast, we talked about this DJ Snake featuring Lil John turned down for what music video directed by Daniels because both of those guys worked on this video. That's right. I believe John Lake's per- role was as a stunt coordinator. He was. And I'm pretty sure Zach did some. Yeah, Zach did some VFX with Daniels on this video. And I think if there's any music video <clears throat> from 2014 that people have seen and loved and laughed at it was it was this video i mean I, 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 this is the one 
Yes, this is the one. I um, were you on mute just now? I was. <laughs> I was just on mute because I was I was drinking the beer a beer. Okay. And I, I didn't want that sound in the microphone. Um, and also, I was uh, no. That, I'm just gonna stick with the drinking the beer, and that's it. Um, yes, it's all of that. It's all of that. Should we should we try to describe what happens in this music video? Sure. Well, is it, it even necessary? Has anyone listening to this podcast not seen the turn down for what music video? We should say that it's directed by Daniels, who yeah. is a directing duo whose their both their first name is are, is Daniel. Uh, you know, that's where the name comes from. Right. What people may not know is is you know there's that I think now famous first shot of um, Dan Kwan, who was part of the Daniels, who acted in this video um, as the main, I guess, the lead character. You would say. Um, you know, on on the top of the roof. So I think people look at that and they think, oh, that's an actor. But that's actually one of the directors of the video, which I think is interesting. But the, yeah. the whole video follows him falling through different floors of this building. And sort of, you know, he is overtaken by this force where he cannot stop dancing in a very he sexual cannot, way. He cannot turn it down. He, he, he absolutely cannot turn it down. And first he falls into an apartment of a single girl. And, you know, at first she's terrified, but then she has to dance. She can't turn it down. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about, like, you know, doing a little, you know, dance move or whatever. We're talking about smashing plates on your dick dancing. Right. Um, uh, played by uh, Sunita Manny, who is part of Cocoon Dance Central, uh, who is a dance trio. Um, and one of the other members of that trio, Tally Medell, was in uh, the Daniels video that was in our top 10 last year. So a little tie, callback tie-in to that. Anyway. What video was that again? Uh, Cry Like a Ghost That's by right. Passion Pit. Um, oh, she, I, think... I didn't know that, that they're part of the same dance group. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, sure. I missed that. Okay. And and the, the third is Eleanor, and she's the... One of the girls in the Breeze Blocks video. Oh, you're, you're, you know, you're blowing my mind right now. Blowing your mind. Why did you keep that from me? Um, so, <laughs> this, so then they fall through another level, which goes into a family's uh, uh, house, and then there's a party underneath. And it should be mentioned that this this song turned down for what by DJ Snake featuring Lil John is there's it's two sentences over and over. Right. I'm not even sure what the what one of the sentences is. Which one do you know? The first one. I know he says turn down for what, but what does he say before that? I think it's fire up the loud. No, hold on. I think it's it's fire up the loud and line up all the shots, maybe. Let's see here. Fire up the loud and line up all the shots. Something like that. Um... I'm, where's my okay? My rap genius link, which is now genius.com. Well, yeah, that's they paid for it. Um, wait, hook, hook. It's anyway. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm on the remix. It's not. I walk. I was like walk a flock of flame. Hold on. It should still be in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fire up that loud. Another round of shots. Ah, it was pretty close. I was pretty close, and my my little John meter is pretty is pretty is pretty tuned up. I guess so. so. This just doesn't make any sense. Loud is a loud is a word for weed. Okay. So fire up the loud. So smoke weed, and and another round of shots, and let's get drunk. Turn down for what? Why would we, like, like let we're not turning down. We're gonna smoke more weed and drink more liquor and 
smash plates on her crotches. It's funny because on Rap Genius, you click another round of shots, and the um, the gif of somebody taking a shot is Katy Perry taking a shot in the last Friday night video. Okay, um, I'm with it. I call yeah. them, I call them uh, gifts. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, it's fine. It's fine to have both both parties represented on this podcast. Uh, so here's some like this this video. I think we like lost. We were describing it, and then he continues to just they conti- everybody continues to fall through the floor. The force in which has consumed Dan Kwan consumes everybody around him. They continue to smash through floors until they fall uh, into a party that was already happening, um, uh, and and then everybody dances, and then at the end everyone's passed out except for uh, uh, Dan's penis. Which yeah, they're still going. Continues to dance because that it hasn't turned down, um, <laughs> which is which is an interesting commentary on what gets turned up. I mean, is it? <laughs> no, it is. I think it's very. I think it's like it's very specific, almost like like this is what this is about. Yeah. This, is, this is going on when you're dancing and you're and you're and you're turned up. You know what you know. That's it's a very. Goal. It is like at its core, like a very aggressive song if you think about it it's like somebody is saying like i'm ready to to turn down i'm ready to stop i'm i don't want to do anything else anymore and little john's response is to yell as loud as he can that that is not gonna happen <laughs> that we are gonna continue to do drugs and drink alcohol we're not turned up for shit give me a fucking reason and you can't come up with one when you're when it gets put to you that way, and that is manifested through this music video, uh, through this music video in a really in a really amazing way. And I think the 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 really amazing thing about the impact of this video, because like this is a, this was an insanely popular video this year, um, but also a really great one. I think this is the, this is obviously the the most popular video that Daniels has directed. But also, this is a club track, and it's right. a, it's an all right club track, and it was like very popular on Vine. Yeah, but I mean, if in in the like the top songs, according to Billboard for their Hot 100, I'm turned down for what is 15, mm. um, which it's is massive. it's it was a huge track, and I feel like in you know, and there's no way to, to to prove it or really any kind of base for it but i feel like so much of that success has to do with this video um and i think that you know we've talked to a lot of directors and and a lot of them have cited this music video as a milestone and something that artists especially you know edm and and you know club artists are asking for you know something that is so outrageous and so interesting that it's going to get you know millions of eyeballs and ears in front of their song hundreds of millions uh i and um i it's interesting there is actually an, another video for this song i don't i don't think it's i want to bring it up and i'm going to pretend i didn't say it uh um wait there's another video for this song yeah they did make another video for this song maybe it's for the remix or something but uh there's a walk a flock of flame remix maybe okay so fuck it i'm not getting let's not talk about that um but it, but it, it this is another one of those 2014 transitions because two years ago daniels were making amazing music videos like this but they were making him for you know uh you know chromio and fm belfast and like manchester orchestra you know think of the simple math video 
Right. Um, or even foster the people who is like has a, a wider audience, but still has like a lot of independent roots in their music videos and in kind of in their persona, um, you know, and, and the shins like, uh, you know, they, it definitely like, this is by far their biggest, uh, their biggest, you know, in terms of view count and kind of success of the songs, um, music video. And they were allowed to like the artist isn't in it. It stars Dan Kwan, like it's penis dancing. Like it's <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like it's, and, uh, and, and I think one of the, another, like, and, and it's a music video that is like, because of that, like, it, you know, it, within the music video community, I feel like it's, it, it has the, uh, like an, an impact that goes even deeper than the music video. Like anyone who's knows Dan Kwan or, or has seen him dancing knows that like, this is how he dances. And, and both Daniels are, are dancing. Some of these moves can be found in the happy video because mm -hmm. they were asked to, you know, do a cameo in that video, probably because they have a relationship with, we are from LA. I, I don't think they know Pharrell. Uh, although I don't know, but, um, you know these dance moves are something that they that like Dan Kwan is kind of known for at and uh it's it's uh it's something that like this video I the first time I watched this video is at South by Southwest and it was the first time we were recording director commentary so I was in a room full of directors recording commentaries and we just like pulled up this video and everyone like crowded around it and like everyone in the room was just super excited that like that video was allowed to get made and like that 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 was happening and that like this is what's now allowed exactly i mean it's such a shift i mean it's bringing these types of videos up from you know smaller indie artists or smaller edm artists and bringing them to like you know a giant track that i think has owes a lot of its success to um, this video, but you know, also in turn, Lil John is a very recognizable name. DJ Stank less so, but Lil John's really the star of the show here, in terms of the song. Um, and yeah, I think this, you know, five years from now, I think we're going to be looking at this video as a huge turning point in terms of what is acceptable because of the results it gets. Um, I think that you know, too, way way too far after. You know the demise of MTV on cable, and after the canceling of TRL, people were still making music videos for cable and putting them on the internet. Um, and you know that sh there's been a huge shift for making content for the internet, but this is kind of the the, the sign in the road. Um, this is the kind of like the marker. I think we're going to look back at where that all changed and where people realized, you know. You know, we we don't need to make music videos for cable anymore. There are no rules, really, and when there are no rules, this is the kind of thing that happens. We've got a video with no artist. We've got a video that's dark. This is like this. This is like a super dark video. It's right. Like they like murder. Film. He murders a cop by yelling at him. Yeah, it's, it's his it's, face melts away. It's dark in tone. It's dark in color scheme. It doesn't. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It's you know, you look at the screenshot. It's it's has. You know, just like greens and less tons of dark spots. It, it's you know, it's a it's a not a poppy video. There's nothing in there to sell you Bud Light Platinum. There's nothing in there <laughs> that is shiny or to get you to a club. And it's it's uh, there's no Beats pill. 
and it was you know one of the runaway successes of the year and i think that uh, the music video industry needed a benchmark like this to be able to point to and i'm super excited for 2015 and and i think turned out for what is uh, a big reason why a big reason why yeah totally um although i do love bud light with platinum that's cool i'm drinking uh uh brooklyn brooklyn brand pilsner <laughs> So I guess it's time to go to our number one. Yeah. Uh, number one video of the year because this is a this is a, a crazy slot. Last year we had kind of I think we we picked a, a really and nobody nobody challenged us on it. I don't think it was ever controversial, but we picked a, something this a video that we didn't see in number one spots elsewhere. But uh, but like we look back at last year and, and like are, still have like a very satisfied feeling. Oh yeah, and it was. Uh, I can't, oh, um, Modern Jesus Modern by Jesus. Portugal the Man, uh, directed by uh, A.G. Rojas. Rojas. And this year, the video we chose for the number one is Chandelier by Sia, directed by Sia uh, and David Askill. Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> directed by Sia and Daniel Askill, um, and choreographed by Ryan Heffington. And I think it's it's we should just describe it because it's we can get that right out of the way out of the way right away cause yeah it's so push simple. that yeah let's do that it's a star as a then 11 year old maddie ziegler i believe she's 12 now that is why that i know that age. that is the age that comes next so that makes <laughs> but anyways came out in uh in may um and she is in this dingy old apartment <laughs> and uh she's dancing and she's in like a nude leotard and a sia wig sia has very distinctive hair it's a uh, with bangs and it's a uh, bleach blonde, and um, and the it. wig is like the album cover. The wig, yeah, the wig is the album cover, and that's it, really. I mean, it's a dance. It's uh, it's it, and one might go as far as to call it an interpretive dance. I think that there is like some implied like further narrative in the dance, and in and that's like right. Well, that's why it's called it's, interpretive. Okay. And let's interpret it. <laughs> well, like just, just like ba- like just like based on her surroundings and kind of like what she's wearing and what, how she's interacting with the world around her. Mm-hmm. Like there are like there is narrative that you can kind of fill in. It's never it's it's not blatant at all, and it's never really been like I'm not seeing anyone kind of like try to dissect it and be like, well, this is what Chandelier is about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's about something. I agree because the song. I mean, the song is about Sia's battles with, you know, part. You know, just like taking partying too far and alcohol abuse, um, and the lyrics are pretty explicit in that. It's not, you know, a big secret or anything like that. But it's interesting to kind of funnel that through an eleven-year-old girl dancing. Um, you, know, the, you know, in the apartment, there's pictures of Sia looking like she's had a rough night. I mean, the the apartment is kind you of mean of, of, of Maddie. No, no, Sia. There's one of oh. Sia. Oh, oh. Um, in pictures. And, you know, that, that, but, you know, I think the star of the show here it are those, you know, really odd and crazy dance moves that, mm-hmm. you know, there are, that are never repeated. And, you know, are, like we said, choreographed by Ryan Heffington and are sort of the only dance moves that you, you have to have, like, the, 
the unselfconsciousness of an 11 year old girl to kind of pull those off yeah like there was like like that when she slaps her stomach and stuff and those yeah guys. just like funny and like, like stuff you... with her eyes yeah when it's like close she curtsies at the end stuff like that stuff that you could you can kind of see ryan Havington working with her and like being like you know this is a this is a fun you know this is a fun move um you know and she's having a ball obviously it's a really i think there's the the dance sequence is so varied and so interesting that it must have been a lot of fun for uh miss ziegler um but at the end i think that the the interesting and it's a beautiful video it's a it's a fantastic video i think it's a it's surprisingly emotional video um but I think that the larger story about this video and the reason why it's number one and the reason why it's had such an impact, um, it will, sorry, the reason why it's number one is because of kind of the impact that it's had. Um, right. The way it's been picked up and, and parodied and, you know, throughout the year from May on, there's kind of been an ongoing narrative about this video. Yeah, absolutely. This is like the, you know, the, we we always use SNL as like a barometer of like if a music video is culturally like has seeped into consciousness um and this is the type of music video where they you know SNL felt comfortable with kind of like building a sketch around the style of the video um in in their episode with Jim Carrey as the host where he dresses as Maddie Ziegler uh from this video and so like you know just like the and, and like all of the kind of like anytime this video or uh, Sia performed this song on like any kind of daytime or nighttime talk show it, it incorporated Maddie and elements of the video in those performances and every time it was all over the internet mm-hmm. it did better like every show and there was an especially an unfortunate incident on uh, Seth Meyers' late night program <laughs> where Sia was in a bunk bed and uh, Lena Dunham of Girls fame did an interpretive dance to this. That was awful. And I still now, it's this interesting. Day. It's interesting because I, I know Ryan was involved with like a lot of the live ones. I'm wondering if he, if Ryan choreographed that Lena Dunham one. Uh, I mean, I I hope not. If he, you know, no strikes against him if he if he did. Um, yeah. But it, it, uh, the the moves that she was doing, I very very seriously doubt it. But it just shows you how kind of like swept up people were in this, and even just like two weeks ago. I mean, this this video. This is December. This came out in May, and there was a guy who. Uh, um, lost a bet, um, some fantasy football bet, and did a, an amazing recreation of the video. <laughs> and at, actually, weirdly enough, at my alma mater, Notre Dame, they some somebody did like a little parody of it um, that was kind of passed around some blogs. But you know, this, this is months and months and months later, and it's still having an impact. And what's important about that is, you know, a few years ago it was Gangnam Style, and that was kind of uh, you kind of knew where people were coming from with their obsession about that right it was yeah. it was colorful it was weird it was like hey you got to watch this kind of deal i mean we understood that we understood the language of that because we had grown up on the internet for the past you know however many years 
and we understood what it was to look at something and be like, oh, we got to see that because it's weird and it's something we've never seen before. And uh, and we know why this appeals to us. This is so bizarre that this appeals to people. And I think it's so amazing that it does because it's it's an interpretive dance, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a great dance. It's it's I mean, I get chills every time I watch this video of how good it is. But it's a dance and and I feel like it's so interesting and there's a lot of ways you can interpret yeah what's, what's going on but it's so interesting that that is the one thing that floated to the top and it's interesting that music I think music videos is the only way that that could get kind of airtime in our culture and I think that that's that is this video more than anything else I've seen in the past since we've started IMVDB honestly is an example of how much music videos have turned around and how important they are to our culture now and how interesting of a voice it adds from all the noise out there. Absolutely. And, and it's just, it is massively popular. Like this reaches so many people. Um, I mean, it's the net 300 and, you know, 374 million views, which is, which is astounding for just for the, for the subject matter when you think of it. Right. And it, and, and, some of the interpretations, but I feel like potential interpretations of this video are could be pretty dark mm -hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Like people are like eating this up, and 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 of all like all to all types of people, and like if you know if it means what it potentially could mean, like it could mean some crazy shit potentially. I'm not gonna like speculate stuff because it could mean a lot of things, but you know it could be something dark. And it definitely has that vibe. It definitely does. It, it's 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 one of those rare things that I think would be at home on Ellen, which it was played on, and Ellen really did her job to promote this as well. Mm -hmm. This is at home on daytime TV. It's at home at like an art house cinema. I mean, this is a video that you know, Asia obviously is very big. I mean, if you if you don't know her by name, you know she has lent her voice and her writing talents to many many songs. Um, I think Titanium by David Guetta is probably her most famous uh, featured vocal performance. She's also in this in the one uh, Hiro Mirai did the music video for She Wolf. Isn't Sia singing on that? I think, and then she also writes a lot of music for um, like Rihanna and and cool people like that. And this is a video that I think for uh, you know you know I think for us. I, I looked at this and I kind of expected it to just kind of disappear in a lot of the ways that music videos, even great music videos do um, that aren't for, you know, like Katy Perry level artists, because no matter how bad a music video is, it will always stick around for that level of an artist. <laughs> but we see this and, and, you, and you think, oh, it's a great concept. It's a great execution. It's great everything. But it's so weird. You know, is it? it, it and I just kind of watched in amazement at how this was embraced by people because it does i mean remember gangnam style was basically you know internet cotton candy in the form of a music video there was nothing challenging about that um right it's is, like hey you want this all right, all right, yeah awesome. you want this guy's crazy uh, uh south korean guy going nuts and doing a horse dance well you got it <laughs> here um, it is <laughs> you you will not you will not expect any of this or understand it mm -hmm. but you'll love it um uh, and uh 
and you know, this is a challenging video. It's a challenging, well, it's a challenging subject matter. Um, but it doesn't have the artist in it. It doesn't have the artist. He is nowhere in this at all, which is so, you, you know, create their top two music videos do not have the artist in it, which I think is a kind of a, t- a telltale sign. And number three doesn't have it either. And neither does number four. <laughs> um, as I go down the list. And neither, well, number five does. We're getting in there. But it's not like, and, and but it's not like they, these are also massively successful music videos. I mean, uh, turned out for what is 150 million views, you know, Chandelier is 375. Like, these are massive, massive music videos. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, these, they both kind of represent, like you mentioned, like that, that, like for different reasons, kind of a lot of the same, uh, that turning point and a lot of dance, dancing and dance. And, and we should mention that, you know, when we talk about, you know, these music videos being massive, I mean, they're in the mix with other things. I mean, when we look at the numbers from 2014, Dark Horse by Katy Perry, directed by Matthew Cullen, is going to come out on top in terms of the, the raw number count. Um, which is, uh, I mean, it's, it's, we'll save that for another conversation. You know, Bailando by Enrique Iglesias is second. Can't remember to forget you by Shakira featuring Rihanna is third. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of your classic, you know, fancy obviously is up there. All about that bass is up there. Anaconda and, uh, the thing about like, if you're looking at how big dark horse is like dark horse is in the top 10 all time. Yeah. Dark Horse is huge, which has been blows my mind a little bit. But <laughs> it's um, you know, it, it's not like everything in the top in the top, you know, one hundred most uh, popular videos of two thousand fourteen is an art house cinema kind of deal. But I think some of the stuff that we are most obsessed with in two thousand fourteen is of that mindset. And you know, we were you know we were really interested in Fancy as a song. The music video was fine. Um, we were <laughs> interested in all about that bass as a song, and the music video was 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 good. And same thing with the Anaconda and you know Shake It Off and uh, and and you know uh, Loyal. Why is Loyal in there? Did that come out this year? Um, blank Space and all those ones. But these are ones where the where the music video was the propellant. Um, and in all the cases where the music video was the propellant for the single. Um, it was something new and something challenging and something sometimes dark and unexpected. Totally. Um, Loyal did come out this year. Really? In my mind, that's like a five-year-old song. I know. I mean, maybe, <laughs> the song is maybe older than the video. Baby. It's also, it's also a Vine thing. It's a dead, terrible video. Should we talk about uh, the superlatives or any of the 50 or... I think should we, we might, just send, should we think, just send it off send them off. You know, we're almost at 2 hours, so I feel like we should send them off. If you, you we should mention that at the end of the post there is superlatives. There are superlatives and there are 40 more videos. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's really we have a, a a a playlist feature on the site where you can sit back and watch these and and I highly recommend grabbing a what beer are you drinking, Doug? I'm drinking a Brooklyn Lager, uh Brooklyn Pilsner, Brooklyn Pilsner. <laughs> And grabbing one of those just, and sitting down and watching these videos because they're carefully, carefully they're hand hand selected, hand picked by and by, and we are and we and we and we work them we work them down we had we switched things in and out. Yeah, it was surprising. It was I wouldn't say easy to put together this year's list, but we're always 
we're, we're thinking about this list all year. So when right. we get down to it, we we it's it it's like a very I don't say quick exchange, but we know what's going on. Well, and isn't this the this was the first time that we've been doing the IMVDB picks for the full year? True. And so, so we, we had that to like look. From. We had that kind of to to choose from already. We've been we've been tracking it even more so this year than ever. That's true, uh, which has been super helpful um, because if you follow great. us on Twitter at IMVDB or Facebook at facebook.com slash IMVDB, you'll get our picks. And those are pretty much the stuff we think you should watch. You got to watch this. Yeah. Um, it's the idea. So, yeah. So, so in the show notes, you'll find links to our lists, the top 10 list where we, t- where we basically retread everything we just talked about in this last <laughs> two hours. But then also our top 50 playlist. We'll link that. And, um, and, uh, and also look, look out. We're going to have some uh, filmmaker curated best of the year list as well because we like to get the opinions of some of the people um you know who make who make music videos and and watch music videos uh, other than us and we're going to share those as well so look out for those they'll be in the post and we'll also put them on the socials so stupid those are those are also always super fun yeah um, yeah it's really interesting to kind of get their their perspectives and if this is like i mentioned if you made it all the way through this podcast god bless you first of all but yeah. second of all if you you know we do this podcast every week and usually it's a few more people and we have a guest on and it's um, just, uh, significantly shorter significantly shorter about an hour or so maybe sometimes a little longer if we get into something cool but over the next few weeks we're gonna have two more podcasts before the end of the year we're gonna have a christmas episode which is gonna christmas be really fun. special i'm gonna be christmas special and uh and then one more uh next week and you you can find that on uh, iTunes if you if that's your podcast uh, feeder of choice, or you can just go to imvdb.com slash podcast and we've got uh, everything on SoundCloud. And we're looking to get we're looking to get Clay Aiken for the Christmas one, so look out for that. I'm in North Carolina, so you know that's not too crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's crazier things have happened. He lost his his his. Yeah, uh, it was election. a long shot. It was a weird. It, things got weird. Things did get a little weird, as they do often in North Carolina. Um, yeah. Well, there we go. That was another another great year. 2014 is behind us almost, Doug. Behind us-ish, and it is. Um, Much like there's going to be like, like such amazing music videos released in the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be fucked. going to blow everything away. Yeah, well, you got to get in early sometimes with these lists. I know yes. some people don't like the lists, but uh, you know what? Fuck them. We, we're going for it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I mean... Fuck that opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. We'll uh, see you guys in uh, next week and just a few more weeks till 2015. And we're ready for it. We're already compiling our list for next year. How are we doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm calling up people, asking them what they're, what they're pitching on right now. I'm asking if it's going to be any good. <laughs> what do you got going? Yeah, what are you going to go with? Is it going to be any good? No, it's good. Suck. Well, what do you what do you think about? <laughs> yeah.